Hello, beautiful people. Seamus Harvey here, and you are one more time at Sacred Shame with me. Uh, I did not push out a podcast episode yesterday. Um, yeah, and I'm this is supposed to be a daily show. So, man, what happened there? <sighs> Made plans, break plans. Oh, so, so messed up. Gotta stay on top of all this stuff. Gotta hustle and gotta, like, do all the things. No, no, you really don't. You really don't at all. <sighs> Today, we're gonna talk about cognitive dissonance. And, uh, we're gonna talk about it because uh, I started to veer into some cognitive dissonance because of what I was just joking about right there at the beginning of the show. Um, I have been in what I refer to, what is referred to in the startups world as a sprint. Um, I have a lot of projects coming to, personal projects, projects with the Abyssinian Union. Um, I have two books coming out. Uh, first part of next week that I have to f- put down the finishing touches on before they go to publication and uh, website overhaul, um, Patreon overhaul, need to make a Patreon for me. Uh, yeah, I've got like, wow, probably like 20 or 30 tracks that I've written that need to get mixed and mastered. A couple of them I've like got starter lyrics for, and I want to record those. Just, you know, so much stuff, but I'm not doing any of that right now. Um, instead, I stayed up all night just banging on this these illustrations that I wanted to do because I was having a, a lot of fun doing them. But how does that work? Like, you, you make plans. And you gotta stick to them. Gotta, gotta stay on top of that. It is nice to make a plan, and do a plan, and complete a plan. That's that's nice. But you're not supposed to get obsessed with that. I mean, you're not supposed to do anything, but. A potential pitfall that you could run into is when you make a plan and the life that you lead doesn't follow that plan and so you beat yourself up a lot over it. Um, yeah. I, I think this is really prevalent in... Um, super high-functioning, high-empathetic people. Although it definitely happens, you know, kind of across the board. But a pattern I see over and over again in my friends that are also walking on some sort of path to enlightenment, spiritual awakening, whatever you want to call it, is that when when they start first start thinking about cognitive dissonance, and uh, let me backtrack here, I'm going to try to not use words and terminology that I haven't explained recently. So cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is when you hold a picture in your head 
of how the world is supposed to be. It could be the whole world, it could be your part in it, it could be just one little microcosm of it. Um, in this example, that would be you know, the plan that I made to do a podcast every day um, and to, to take care of all these other things that are on my to-do list by this weekend that haven't been done. And so that, that picture in your head of how you think the world should be, as the world starts drifting away from that, as you procrastinate, push things off, stuff comes up, you get sick, pandemics happen, deaths in the family, you just get bored, you new game comes out on Xbox, and you just bang on that for five days and don't do crap. Um, but... The further you get from that mental picture, um, the more energy, mentally, psychically, energetically, you are using to try to hold that picture and do the mental gymnastics of what it's going to take you from get, to get from the picture you see in front of yourself and the picture you see in your head. And the further those two points are away from each other, the bigger the dissonance is. And that can lead to depression, anger, um, lethargy, which makes the dissonance worse. Lots of issues. And it's something that I, I definitely see in, in lots of my friends just beating themselves up over this stuff. Um, so how did I end up with this episode of, of Cognitive Dissonance? And, you know, I'm I'm pretty happy. Like I caught caught it fairly early. Um, you know, one of the one of the benefits of a spiritual awakening journey, trying to find alignment, all those things are is that is that um, as you find put your life in alignment, the universe starts telling you about shortcuts. They start. Um, Things just start making sense. Pieces just start falling into place. And sometimes you'll have had, you know, a piece to the puzzle wrangling around in your head for a long time. And just at a moment, where that piece goes will just become crystal clear to you. Um, and it'll open up all these other possibilities of stuff to do. Now, that happened to me like two days ago um, after my long drive back from Orlando. And um, it, was, it was amazing. I had just figured out um, all of these things that, that were causing inertia in both, um, in both the Abyssinian Union um, and like my podcast, my personal life, all these things. I just uh, figured out this path that was going to harmonize them all, I was just going to put them all together, minimize work, uh, maximize output, uh, and really just help a lot of people in a short period of time, but it was going to require like a decent amount of upfront work. And, uh, my beautiful girlfriend, Callie and, um, our beautiful girlfriend, Celeste, um, were both with me, uh, when this happened and, you know, they were mesmerized. It was, it was one of those, uh, reality distortion field moments where I was just like, you know, listen to me, this is what's going on. And those moments are great. You know, time stands still as you explain how you're going to move forward on this path and 
people don't just listen. They can actually visualize. They can see it and they can walk with you down that path. And it's really beautiful. But um, it's also the same thing that you would see in a lot of manic depressives when they're in a manic state, right? Um, so just because, you know, you're really excited about something um, and everybody's really excited in the moment, um, it doesn't mean that everybody needs to, to stay there and everybody needs to do things, um, especially when it's like this happened at four o'clock in the morning. You should probably make a habit of not holding people to any agreements that they make um, at four o'clock in the morning. You know, at least hold it with a grain of salt for them. Um, But anyway, we're going to get into more of my cognitive dissonance and how you can prevent cognitive dissonance right after I take a quick commercial break. This is Seamus Harvey, and this is Sacred Shame. Hey everyone, Seamus Harp here. Super excited to talk about my new sponsor, Ama Healing, amahealing.co. They are manufacturers and purveyors of fine hemp extracts, CBD products, phytocannabinoids, all of the good health things to get your body in the best shape possible uh, from a mentality and focus standpoint. And I use these fuckers every day. Literally, uh, their CBD extract and their um, Elevate Elixir, I credit with basically keeping me alive. Uh, If you're a a listener to the show, you'll know that I've been dealing with cancer uh, for the last six months or so. And um, just from the cancer and the inflammation and the treatment for the cancer, I feel foggy in the brain uh, a lot of the time. And the products from amahealing.co Specifically, the CBD oil, hemp extract, and uh, and the Elevate Elixir are really doing so much to keep me from being foggy and just feeling like blah. And the team is amazing. Matt, Ted, all the guys and gals and peoples at amahealing.co. Love you guys so much. Uh, go to amahealing, A-M-M-A-H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot C-O. Use the code Buck cancer, and uh, maybe get a little discount from uh, from your boy Seamus Harvey. Again, that's Ama Healing A M M A H E A L I N G dot co. I am Seamus Harvey. And we are back. By we, I mean me. Uh, back at the Sacred Shame. This is Seamus Harvey. And I'm talking about cognitive dissonance. I'm talking about my cognitive dissonance and hopefully how you can notice it uh, and deal with it so that you don't have it interfere with your life and what you're, what's going on with you. So when we went to commercial break, I was talking about you know this epiphany that I had a few days ago. I've had to supercharge a lot of the work that we were doing here. And my beautiful Go Tell It on the Mountain speech to the two lovely ladies that were with me when I had this epiphany. And, um, and I've you know, basically been hunkered down working ever since then, which has been great. I've, I have gotten a ton of stuff done. 
but you know, when we were talking about it, I thought that there was going to be three of us working on it. But there's not. Um, you know, I didn't take into account the fact that Celeste was actually leaving to go back home for three weeks uh, tomorrow. And these are the last couple of days that she's going to be here with us, be here in New Orleans for a while. And, you know, she she came to live with us when the pandemic started because uh, she's from New York. And they had, uh, the National Guard actually barricaded her um, her school, the town where her school's in. So she just stayed here with us for three months. So, yeah, it's, a, you know, my beautiful vision is great, but none of us were thinking about that and how... Well, she probably didn't want to spend the last three days here working her ass off. So that's fine. And even though I knew that I fully excuse um, Celeste for not working on this project the way that we talked about it, because all of us forgot that she was leaving so soon and that she wasn't going to want to do that, even though... You know, I have mentally come to terms with that, and that's not just fine. It's great. I'm really happy that she's doing what she needs to do for these last couple of days, having a good time before she has to head back home, see her family that's still in a you know, high COVID area. Um, I just started beating myself up over, well, you know, when, when you had your crazy manic moment and, you know, you wrote all these plans down, you were supposed to be way ahead of schedule. You're, um, you're probably at least 36 hours behind right now and if you sleep it's gonna get worse um and you brought this on yourself because when you started doing this work you you know you you had just a couple of cleanups on a couple of illustrations and then you figured out that there was a whole nother way that you could actually do the layout it was way better and so instead of you know doing two hours worth of work you did 20 um Here's the thing, guys. You can get into any version of that conversation of what you shoulda, coulda, woulda, supposed to, how things were supposed to look. Um, And I certainly did because uh, the path I had laid out was so clear Um, and the benefits were so great. But here's the real thing. You don't have to do anything ever 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 you don't you don't have to do anything now there's things that are a good idea to do if there's things you want to accomplish um, there's definitely actions you can take that are better or worse suited towards you know those goals but taking a fucking break Things taking longer than it's supposed to, you know, stuff coming up with people. You gotta let that shit go. You really do, and and I found myself beating my ass over this stupid shit. And I don't. This is it's literally the person I'm important. The person I'm turning all this into is me. So I'm you know mentally badgering myself over turning work into me who ultimately doesn't really care if it gets turned in when I thought it was going to get turned in. 
But even if that's not the case, even if, you know, whatever the project is, um, The Four Agreements is an amazing book. And one of the four agreements is be impeccable with your word. And I fully agree with that. You know, when you say you're going to do something, do it. You know, when you when you speak, be honest, don't lie. But also, the corollary that people don't really think about is that if you speak and then later realize that it's not possible, the people are going to get hurt. Even the people are you. Um, and like losing sleep, not getting enough rest, not eating properly, that's all, that's all hurt. The four agreements doesn't say you can't renegotiate. It doesn't say that you can't have an open and honest conversation and rejigger the terms of what you had said. That's totally fine. So don't beat yourself up over it. And I'm kind of talking about things that ultimately don't matter a whole lot. I mean, you know, most of this doesn't really matter a whole lot. But I'm I'm talking about projects that um, everything was going great beforehand. This is just, you know, going to make everything a little more efficient around the uh, Seamus Harvey household. But say that's not, not the case. Say it's um, you're a freelancer, you've got a project due. You know, or you've got a job, you have a project due for your, you know, for your work. Your boss is breathing down your throat. All of that still applies. You can be open and honest with people about what your capabilities are in the current time frame. COVID took a, a hell of a hit on everybody's mental state. It is not just you. Self-care is important. And above and beyond all of that, no matter what the project is, who you turn it into, you don't have to do anything. You don't owe anybody anything. Now, you might want to keep an agreement. You might want to do the things you had planned to do, and that's great, and more power to you, but you don't have to. And if it doesn't happen, the world didn't end. So give yourself a break, guys. Just do it. You know, listen to the extra music. Design the extra illustrations. Take care of you. And don't don't sweat yourself so hard. It's just, it's not a good use of your time. And you deserve way, way better than that. I caught this pretty early. I was like, this is really a stupid thing for me to get butthurt over. Um, and I'm actually in a great place. And whatever behind schedule I am, I think I'm going to be delivering better product now, which is awesome. And the truth is, is when you're doing anything artistic, you can't rush it. You can't put a release date on it. I mean, you can try. But the thing's done when it's done. 
So if you had a mental projection of it being different than what it is, just let it go. Non-attachment. You can acknowledge that it's taken longer, that you missed a deadline. You can acknowledge that. And just let it go. And just be here now. Like my man Ram Dass said, be here now. Don't worry about those plans. Those plans are really all an illusion, guys. All there is is right now. Whenever you plan on you know, doing those things, getting that stuff done, that's just idle chatter. You preoccupying yourself with a shared delusion that time's real and that you really need to get this shit done. But the truth is, is that all you're ever going to have, all we're ever going to have, all there ever is, is right here, right now, this moment. And in this moment, you are great. Fucking great. And I'm great. And I'm so happy to, to be here with you doing this podcast. I'm so happy to have loving partners and health and a neighborhood and a community and a growing podcast following. I'm so grateful for all of that. And I'm just not going to beat myself up. And you shouldn't beat yourself up over that either. And if you look around and the picture around you looks completely different than the way you're holding it in your head, maybe walk yourself through that picture in your head before you start attacking the world around you. The truth is, is that the only thing you're ever going to be able to count on 100%, the only thing you're ever going to be able to be 100% certain of all the time is that nothing is certain and everything changes. This is Seamus Harvey here on The Sacred Shame. Thank you guys for being here with me. And we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful guest on tomorrow, Jay Main, sound healer extraordinaire, Crystal Bowles. Um, I don't know if you've ever experienced a Crystal Bowl healing, sound healing ceremony, but it is beautiful. Um, Jay is a retired military major, um, Reiki master. And he plays, he plays these bowls. And it's great. And he was supposed to be on yesterday. But life got away from him. Life got away from me. We didn't do it, so I didn't push an episode. So I'm doing this one in the morning, the day after I was supposed to push. I hope you forgive me. But you probably didn't even notice. <laughs> and... My tentative agreement to push out an episode a day doesn't have these catastrophic consequences that my brain wants to tell me it does. And you, the listener, have been nothing but wonderful to me. And I am so grateful for you. And I can't wait to push out this next piece of content with Jay.
And thanks for allowing me to be me. And thanks for being you. And we're going to get through this. Whatever it is. I'll see you next time. On the Sacred Shame.